And if uh, you're not being paid by next Thursday, perhaps we should do a show on naming and shaming. I think that would be quite fun um, because these companies made that commitment. They said they would pay you within 30 days. Zuko Tassani, founder of Legacy Technology Conferencing, is with us. Our, our small business environment, the, the startup ecosystem in South Africa, Zuko, give me a sense of it. John, uh, thanks for having me on your show. Um, sorry, Bruce. <laughs> um, the, the startup ecosystem in South Africa is um, one where it's each man for themselves, pretty much. There's a lot of promise that comes from uh, a government side, uh, equally so with uh, how corporates want to uh, integrate startups into their ecosystem. And these promises are often not met. And uh, most, as you're saying, it's going to be rough and tough. For you and you know what we what we often uh, really recommend to, to startups is to be more revenue funded than to to seek alternative solutions because very few and far between uh, you'll find a startup that has actually been able to be successfully raised capital or raised debt. Uh, how much of it though is anybody else's problem? And if you're going to go and start up a small business, how much handholding should you really get? Um, and I, I get that that's a very loaded question in a place like South Africa, where uh, people are starting from you know, you know three if in the hundred meter race, you're starting ten meters before the starting line in many cases. Just how much handholding should we be doing? So there's very little handholding, and even so, the requirements for funding that you know these um, government agencies or private enterprises put up, they normally come up with very stringent and and very you know um, narrow goalposts to say that you need to have five years within business, you need to have a uh, an annual revenue of a million or ten million plus, then you need to have fifty uh, employees. So by the time you actually get to a point where you qualify, um, you know very little handholding has been done. Uh, the issue is then when you do qualify for these things, why is the end of the bargain not met on the other side? Um, explain. So example being, there could be an offer from, uh, I'm not sure if I should be name dropping, IDC, yeah. where they're saying they're looking for female industrialists. And uh, female industrialists need to have uh, one, two, three, four um, capability before they, they can receive funding from the IDC. So female uh, A goes off and she, 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 she works her butt off to make sure that she's got a million rand in revenue. She's got five years um, company running. All her financials are set and done and everything is, is set up. Uh, to, to actually be compliant and eligible for the funding. But once a person becomes eligible, you realize that you know, the, the other side of the deal is not met. So the, the funding really comes through uh, once person has, has climbed and, and jumped over all the hurdles. So that's what I'm saying about the other side really and not coming to the party. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I think there's a lot of that sort of disappointment that happens because the the, early, the startup stage and the reason why there are very few fools who go in on day one of any startup idea is because, you know, far too few ideas actually succeed. And so people have burnt their fingers over many, many years are, are less inclined to support, you know, um, the, 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 the early stage startups. And, you know, it's understandable that I think that funders want to see a track record, but you know, if you're going to make those rules, then you do need to step up to the plate, I would think, and Correct. and and and, and so, make good on your promises. Hundred percent. 
So Bruce, we we as Legacy, we had a conference last year, um, spoken by with LBC um, Jonas, Dr. Judy Lamini uh, Ngasana, uh, Mr. Sandy Lezungu, and we all had them speak as organizations or head of their organizations, whether it's MTN uh, or, or the SSME fund, to really speak and articulate really what you really want from entrepreneurs. So we put them all in a room and we really said, this is what we're looking for um, from a compliance side of things, and we're looking that you need to meet these expectations. So we try to create those environments where people actually that need to be in the room having those discussions uh, are being had. Uh, once those conversations have happened, unfortunately, John, sometimes we, we find that, you know, it is, it is mainly a talk show. Um, so we, we need to find, as you're saying, you know, some, some more firmer responses as, as the 30 day commitments to, to, to POs has been made by the 50 large companies. We're hoping that those things hold ground and uh, people meet the end of their bargain. <laughs> It's all well and good for the CEO of a large corporation to sign an agreement. I'm watching and waiting um, and to see whether or not this is in fact going to be honoured because it does take time in the bureaucracy of large corporations to, to filter through. And, it is um, a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have lots of steps in the right direction. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> we, we, you know, um, I, I'm tired of steps. I, I want to see results. And uh, hopefully we get more of those results. We've got some fabulously successful small businesses in South Africa. We've got, you know, they really are doing amazing things and they're creating almost their own ecosystems. I, I look at Yoko um, and I look at what they're achieving sure. and I look at how they're providing short-term financing because they're using data-driven insights, um, you know, to to look at their own clients and say, look, we know you're good for it because every Saturday morning you go out and you sell pies and you sell a thousand pies, whatever the case is. And and so if I give you 20 grand yes. on, on Friday, I know you'll pay me back on Monday morning. So boom, we're in. Um, and it's it's that sort of innovation, sure. I think, that is really effective. And, you know, if you're going to depend on the Department of Trade and Industry and you're going to depend on the IDC to be your savior, I think you're barking up the wrong tree in South Africa, Zuko. I think we, we need far more private <laughs> sector support. <laughs> I, no, but I mean, it, it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a logical conclusion. I mean, you can't offend them. I can. Um, sure. um, and it's, it's a case of, you know, really, if you're not going to do the job, don't stop pretending. Um, and, and then let private sector players exactly. do it because they they are doing it far more effectively than than, than the public sector is. That is true, John. Bruce. Um, Bruce. I've got a brother called John and he's very handsome and he's lovely, but he's much, much older than me. Um, and I prefer to be called Bruce, but you, know, you can call me John if you want to. It's not the worst insult in the world. Um, <laughs> my my growing up on radio has just been John Robbie on, on the radio. So I know. I know. That's okay. It's okay. I'll start shouting in a minute and then I'll be like him. Um, Black Coffee. Talk, talk to me about Black Coffee and the number of businesses that he has seeded. Because I, I just... Every Everybody I talk to mentions Black Coffee a little bit like, I don't know, Father Christmas, um, because he's invested in a number of quite successful startups. He seems to have a very good um, yes. eye for this sort of thing. So similar to, to myself, uh, Black Coffee believes that, you know, we need to do it as, as the public to really raise our own capital, to really support each other. So Black Coffee is invested in Yoko. He's invested in a, a startup in Nigeria. Um, I forgot its name. It's just focused on teaching kids tech and uh, Hyperion Dev. So he has his own little VC firm, so to speak. Um, and and within that, you know, it's called flight mode and, and they, they make their own small investments. I think a lot of it is, is, is done in cash, but also with the value of uh, black coffee himself. 
Uh, I collaborated with Black Coffee on an initiative I did this year called Save a Business, where we raised a million rand in grant funding for, for small businesses across South Africa that, you know, were promised a lot for from a relief perspective from government. Uh, but we took the matter into our own hands and uh, we collaborated and we raised the million rands and we gave it out. So I think, you know, Black Coffee is definitely a man where he says, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to support initiatives that are local. Um, that can actually grow and show, show hope of growing. So with Black Coffee and the likes of other small angel investors, which are very few and far between in South Africa, you know, the track record isn't, or the need of a track record isn't um, the, the most um, pressurizing uh, elements of, of them buying into it. But once you do have that track record, you are guaranteed, not, well, not guaranteed, but you can have greater trust um, that's, that's more private people will, will come and support. So that's always my advice to entrepreneurs is, you know, build up a small track record, but I, I would, I wouldn't approach, um, large, um, government entities, uh, that make these, these massive pro uh, promises or we'll rather, you know, look for, for more of a private investor to come on board. And that's what we do at Legacy as well. We obviously build up a network of uh, private investors, uh, that can look at what you've already built and then hopefully help you scale. Uh, and this million rand that you managed to raise in grant funding, how successful has that been in terms of impact? John, I'm, I'm Bruce, I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, what has happened is that obviously it's the middle of COVID and uh, everybody is just looking for just a little bit of relief to give to their, to their staff, a little bit of relief to pay their overheads. So we gave out 20,000 rand grants to 50 companies. And within that, you, you know, you, you can, it's hardly anything to really keep going, but I think it was, it, it was, um, a step in the right direction to say no one else is helping. Let us get involved and actually, you know, get our, our, our feet wet and, and actually do something about this. So when we raised that million rand, we gave our 20,000 rand grants. And I believe that it, it hardly, it was a, a stone in the ocean. Yeah, look, I mean, the thing is, if you give guys a little bit of space to survive, they can make a plan. And um, hopefully people don't you sure. know, waste the, waste the opportunity that you provided. Zuko Tisani, the founder of Legacy Technology Conferencing, and yeah, doing some work with some very uh, well-known shapers in the world of small business.